Hello guys, welcome back to our latest episode of Tailor Dozen Pajamas. IPL has has begun, and so all the ten teams have played one one game each, and we have the points table here. And so it's a typical IPL games. Yes, we have seen uh, teams have been outscore, have been scoring number of runs. We have seen a beautiful run chases, and uh, also so like teams who have already or always won the toss. Have ended up winning the game, but that was changed today after today's game. So we'll come to that later. But we'll start off with the opener, where last two last two teams, um, the teams which met in the final last year, uh, who started the IPL opener this year. So KKR opening with CSK at the Bankhe Day. So it was just about um, you know CSK and the new captain, the new captain Ravindra Jadeja. And all eyes on MS Dhoni as to how he would have performed, and obviously he lived up to his name. And as known as he went took CSK to a very respectable total of one thirty two, which was not, you know, looking likely at at nearing seventeen overs. They literally scored forty eight runs in the last eighteen balls, and which led them to the, that respectable total. But again, coming to CSK's batting. I mean, it was worrying signs. I mean, Rutheraj Gaikwad very going out for a duck in the first over itself, and then since then he had absolute no support from the, the other hand. And Devon Conway also was struggling to hit the ball and with his timing, and eventually got out very cheaply. And rest, rest. I guess I mean, it was all up to Dhoni and Jadeja at the end because even Raidu failed. Uh, Uttappa tried to add some runs in between, but also couldn't capitalize a lot. But coming to KKR's bowling, I mean they are phenomenal. I mean Umesh Yadav got a comeback. He was he thought so. Neyar, what do you think of that opening game? I mean how you know these IPL is all about the players who are inconsistent are coming back and getting revived. So how do you feel about that? Uh, see, coming to the opening game, I mean, uh, see, the CSK struggled very initially with, you know, Rutheraj Gaikwad and uh, Conway not making any impact. And that pressure carried on to Jadeja. I mean, we have seen how Raidu was not exactly up to the mark. And even Jadeja, I mean, he did stay till the end, but still his strike rate is pretty underwhelming at 92. Well, Dhoni tried to save them, but still 131 is never going to be competitive in that kind, on that kind of wicket, right? And well, Talking about the winners for that game one, I mean, see, the batting is like, see, Rahane's comeback is pretty good, well-received. And even the bowling is like pretty deep. I mean, see, KKR's bowling, I mean, they, though they bowled only with five bowlers, but still all of them impressed, except Shivam Mavi, who actually is still young, I guess. I don't know how many years he'll be young still. But still, except that everyone impressed with the ball too. Even Russell was threatening, though, obviously, I mean, if you have asked Russell to bowl, there are going to be some runs leaked here and there. But still, I mean, overall a commendable performance and I think still they can use other bowlers too at times if required. But apart from that, I think KKR actually started off very good. Even Shreyas are nailing all those captaincies decisions, you know, pretty much on spot. And yeah, Jadeja didn't really have a good outing, you know, either with the bad ball or in field. I think he struggled in field also. To make things even sad for him, I think he got Raidu or Uttapa run out. So, you know, well, I mean, CCSK is like, you know, at the later end of the tournament, they'll step up. Like guys like Sutapa and Raidu will start performing like there is no tomorrow. And so, Dhoni batting is an added advantage considering last season he didn't really bat at all. 
well overall i mean predictable result when the first inning is done so nothing much csk could do to control kkr over there and obviously you have to consider the fact that they're chasing and dew is an important factor for the matches that are going to be played in mumbai so obviously that didn't help their case either but still i am really wondering jihan i mean why did they not even go for ngd i mean these kind of mumbai pitches ngd will actually extract the bounds and i think csk still didn't have uh, moin ali and deepak chahar to their playing 11 so i think that brings the you know required balance they seek for and coming to the kkr i think they're sorted i don't think they'll go much you know they go for much changes in the game too maybe you know they will bench sheldon jackson once their foreign input or no imports will come about i think billings will take over the wicket keeping duties and he was pretty impressive with the bat the way the shots he played so even that's my take of you know kkr with the csk what about you yep uh, but also the plus point here about the csk was that ms dhoni you know returning back to form and good signs i mean you can you could see him you know after giving up the captaincy to jadeja he was in but near yeah, do you think uh, somewhere in somewhere jadeja looked a bit worried about you know what exactly to do because i i was at the i was at the ground watching the game and i was continuously my eyes were on jadeja and dhoni when kkr were batting so it was all ms dhoni who was literally controlling the field who was telling jadeja what exactly to do and jadeja was absolutely looking for his obviously needless say take couple of days only that he got the captaincy and obviously it's just the first game but still but he looked a bit concerned what do you think of that so i think the point you mentioned like only couple of days you know before he got the captaincy before the first match i think that's a very valid point and you know, captaining of franchise is not exactly the biggest thing but still captaining csk is like the biggest thing ever in the ipl right i mean when you're taking over this franchise from a guy who's been with the you know team for like more than 13 years so that's like a very heavy burden and obviously the stress on his shoulders will be there but you know that's a very good sign anyway because see in the initial days if you struggle you learn from them so and jadeja is a person who will learn from his drawbacks and eventually gets better of them and with you know dhoni being the guiding hand behind the wickets and uh, still being a part of the team i think those inputs which dhoni will give jadeja just like he you know transferred his duties from indian national team to virat kohli at some point before same thing i think it will be like good now i mean by the end of the tour this tournament i think jadeja will be very confident in decision making and everything so what do you think about shreya ayer's captaincy i mean he was absolutely you know lived up to expectations i think like from yeah. ball number 1 till the win i mean he was pinpoint accurate i mean i, I think shreya ayer is like the perfect match for them either it one down or two down depends on how they want to rotate between ritesh rana and him the seeing that right and left combination and even with the bowlers you know he didn't really take much of a risk with rana too i mean you know we know rana can actually and rana and venkata share can chip in for a few overs but yeah he still choose with his playing 11 five prime i mean prime five premium bowlers mm, we'll see i mean see you really shouldn't uh, stress andre russell's fitness i mean while well, batting he is not a big deal but uh, especially when he is uh, bowling four overs consistently that's that won't be a good sign at the later end of the tournament considering the shoulder issues he had over the years so i do think i uh, know ir in case if any of the matches like in control in the next few games like plenty of wickets have fallen they shouldn't go for russell they should try venkatesh or someone or even nitish rana 
Yeah, so I think it's spot on pretty much of the match. I mean, restricting CSK. I mean, CSK lost only five wickets. Remember that. It's not like CSK were all out. CSK were like five wickets down. And yeah, so in case if he's not getting wickets, he's trying to keep the run flow down. And I think it pretty much worked for him you know, in his favor. Uh, yep. Uh, so I guess that's it for CSK and KKR. I mean, it was a very, you know, straightforward win for KKR. But nonetheless, you know, having such a low total also, CSK tried the level best to, you know, just drag the game as much as possible. And they dragged it till 18.3 overs. We saw how Jadeja was brilliant with his bowling and fielding again. Yep. Convincing win for KKR. And I guess CSK will be, you know, boosted up after Moin Ali returning back to the squad and available for the next game. So, yep, uh, good thing for them. Uh, moving on to the next game, uh, Delhi Capitals who took on Mumbai Indians at the Brabon Stadium. And uh, it was, it seemed like, you know, it was a walk in the park for uh, Mumbai Indians as Delhi had lost three very quick wickets. Rishabh Pant falling cheaply. Prithvi Shaw had a, had a decent start but ended up badly. Ah, so, what do you think, Niyar, about the Akshar Patel's innings and, you know, Bumrah's inconsistent bowling? I mean, it, that was totally unexpected for me, you know, four, four overs getting smacked for over 40 runs and having no wickets. And we got smacked two couple of sixes and couple of boundaries by Akshar. What do you think of that Delhi's win? Come on, man. Even if you're a world-class bowler, doesn't mean you should be taken to cleaners, right? Sometimes it happens. Bumrah is still world-class and still got <laughs> the batsmen, you know. Have that fear factor while facing him. Uh, well, I mean, see, see firstly, we had to approach Delhi here because I think the three, only two foreigners started for them in that game, and one of them, which probably won't be starting in the future games, once their all of their foreign players come back. And uh, yeah, so I mean, the two players too is like okay, I guess. I mean, none of them actually lit the match on fire. Stifford is like okay, I mean, he's not exactly the explosive one, but still, he did try to score as many as possible he could. And the other one being Roman Powell, uh, well, he failed. Well, that's a sad thing. Well, but still, I mean, he had to applaud the Lalit Yadavs and uh, Aksar. I mean, especially Aksar, man. I mean, I really never thought he can be that explosive. So, but again, the batting is like, Simandeep Singh is not going to be a mainstay once Mitchell Marsh comes over. And even Seifert, obviously, when David Warner comes over. And Lalit Yadav contributing with 48 is like tremendous. And Roman Powell going for duck. It's okay. I mean, obviously, he can have an off day. So, Takur obviously chipping in with some few important runs over there. I think Delhi did actually very good. Yeah, so coming to the Mumbai's batting, well, Ishan Kishan, the mainstay. I mean, he literally proved to, you know, whoever questions his 15.25 crore price tag. Rohit was decent. Tilak Verma, I mean, we have seen a little of how he can play shots. But Pollard, as usual, I mean, sometimes he can literally tear apart anyone, but others, no. But I think even though, I mean, I think actually Delhi should lose it, but still Delhi won it. I think they'll be more happy winning it and he will be more, even more happier knowing that Mitchell Marsh injury, and due, you know, which happened during this present Pakistani tour is not exactly serious and he'll be back with Delhi now. And obviously Warner is an any good addition for any team. So, so what about you, G? And what do you think of this game particularly? Any specific talking point? Uh, nope, but I'm really, really, you know, impressed with Aksar Patel. I mean, the way he was taking on the best bowler of like, one of the best bowlers in the world, and the way the way the team were in a very situation where almost 71 out of 36 sisters remember that equation. So it kind of looked very, you know, 
out of hand because the way mumbai indians were bowling despite having a very you know okay squad in in terms of bowling you know having basil thumpy who actually was pretty pretty impressive i thought he would have it off day but it just went opposite of what how both bumrah did like they, they just had opposite days so even i was very impressed with murgan ashwin as well but with the way they took wickets and they were like trolling at 22 for 3 so i really thought that if they could score runs of course ipl as we know how the script follows like when you have a good start your team suddenly falters or maybe your team suddenly falters and then you start scoring runs at the end so i guess yep i was pretty impressed with aksar patel's batting specifically and even of course lalit yadav the way he took on the player bowlers i mean that was phenomenal they were they were literally playing at their very own pace and just let each each over come by and they were just you know having a good mindset so happy with these two and it, it was good somebody else i mean these young players who were in like all, not so creative with the bat as before so they took up the responsibility and went delicate took tell you over the line and and one more stat to be covered here mumbai indians have their ninth successful year without their opening win in the game in the ipl so that's some another talking point over here well like as the teams will be happy to draw mumbai for the first game from next tournament i mean it's been almost like 10 years right almost they had the for they'll be 10 years yep. by the time next ipl kicks in Well, still the match. 2012, they had 2000. Between. I think it's the 10th, I guess, 10th year, I guess. It was 2012. They had the last IPL win uh, at the first in the first game. So that's something to be talking of. So it's the 10th, I guess, consecutive now. So I mean, that is something to look forward. Well, that's pretty impressive, if you ask me. But still, I mean, the way that they managed to win five IPLs after losing the yep, first game, that's, well, that's a good thing. Anyway, for them. There's still a lot of positives for them to consider. Bumrah obviously won't be getting you know beaten every game, and the batting is clicking. And Pollard still didn't play, and uh, Surya Kumar Yadav will be coming back. I mean, both the teams can take positives, so Delhi will be happy with the untested batting, the potential in Dalit Yadav and Aksar Patel, and I think Nagar Kote will be replaced very quick soon. I mean, very soon enough now with Mitchell Marsh coming back and bowling, so they don't need him. They can add an extra Indian batter. is do and some players who are actually pretty good so i mean it's a pretty win win situation for both the teams though mumbai is 0 0 points right now so let's go to game 3 ah uh, that was some game man that was some game rcb taking on punjab i mean you can't take away anything from pop to plessy the team has only changed the form the class hasn't changed at all i mean the age is just a number is just proved it What a master class inning that was from Fab Duplessis at the start. I mean, just from ball number one, he was just non-stop taking on the Punjab bowlers. I mean, fantastic innings, unbelievable. One of the best innings I've seen him play. Like eighty-eight or eighty-nine, he scored. But what phenomenal batting that was! I mean, good, good signs over here. But another, another thing, but. You know, we were talking about RCB bowling this time that they actually looked good, but unfortunately they didn't. You know, again choked up big time against Punjab, and I'm very impressed with Punjabs also. Like Shahrukh Khan made his price tag worth after all, and Odin Smith. Oh my God, what brilliant power hitting that was! Like the one he smacked, I guess uh, Siraj over point blank range, a straight six. That was a bullet. That was one of the best strikes in the entire game. so you know that turning point again rcb did not capitalize 
again and i think rcb are missing yuzvendra chahal for sure and they had an afterward chahal statement uh, from chahal statement we are looking that rcb didn't even contact him when he was about to get retained and they didn't even consider him to be retained so that was something uh, i think that is i guess a big mistake of letting yuzvendra chahal go but yeah they did they need to pull up their socks for sure and harshal patel has to be you know be consistent with that title like of he had the purple cap last year and he's been going away he went away very cheaply and even for siraj i mean who smacked for 58 runs in the first four overs so that's something to be you know, big question marks now arises i guess they need glen maxwell desperately i hope he has his all wedding celebrations done soon and just comes back to the squad I mean, what do you reckon of this match, Niar? I mean, what do you think? You think Punjab were good batting team or the Vizar? Okay. I mean, RCB would have won this game if not for the Siraj final extended 25 run over. But again, talking about their bowling prowess, we'll see. Uh, The fact that, uh, you know, Akash Deep bowled three overs, which is not going to be repeated once Hazel would kick comes in. Because David Willey could, I mean, David Willey didn't trust him with the death till the end. So Hazelwood coming back, that would be a very beneficial factor for them with Siraj, you know, able to complete his quota in between overs, like last season. Uh, so again, uh, Maxi coming back and yeah, so the bench, bo- I mean, a six bowling option will be pretty easy for them considering uh, Maxi's at least ability to bowl two overs. But yeah, I mean, see, still I see Punjab got it over with Odeon Smith. That's a very good over from a very good batting from him, that particular Siraj over. But still, I mean, RCB did not fret over it because see, Harshal Patel is a guy who actually operates and the pressure is on the batsman. But obviously, he couldn't do much once, uh, you know, Siraj let go of the gas, which the momentum which RCB were carrying. Not to be too harsh on him, when Harshal Patel was the guy who used to get wickets plenty at the depth. And that was not the ideal scenario for them that, on that day. But again, the batting is like seems to be flawless still. I mean, on, from that game at least, I mean, Dinesh Kartik finishing, Virat Kohli go, go, going good, Duplessis taking his time, but still went bonkers. And even still, they didn't even, I mean, the, they had Sherpin uh, Rutherford waiting, Al Shahbaz Ahmad, Hasaranga, I mean, so these three can bat. So I guess the batting is pretty good. You can be happy with the 205 they kept on the board. So I think the bowling, which they have to be worried, but yeah, obviously Chahal will be missed considering, well, Hasaranga is. I mean, going with international rankings, Asranga obviously is lying upper and he can bat, but still uh, RCB and Chahal is a proper leg spinner for them and obviously they'll miss him at some point. Well, if they missed him in the previous game, well, that's the team strategy. I mean, every team changes after some years, right? So we can't question their uh, exclusion of Chahal from the strategies there. But again, I guess if uh, their full bowling, uh, you know, Starters will start, I think it will be a lot better because as I mentioned, Siraj bowling at the death didn't really give them that freedom and he obviously going, you know, like literally away from the line and then he wants to bowl and obviously Odin Smith took control of that chase at that moment. But still, I think RCB would should have won that game for sure. But uh, well, that overturned the game and momentum and everything in favor of Punjab. Coming to the Punjab, I think, I mean, I think after a long time I have seen seeing like, you know, Punjab, all of the batters are contributing, will ask, sir, except for Raj Baba, who's gone for a duck, but still, you know, rest of the batters actually contributed. Mayank Agarwal started off, Dhawan played good, Raj Paksa came, you know, with a very flashy knock, 43-22, and Livingston 19 of 10, well, that's required at that moment to go after, he had two sixes, 
and shahrukh khan you know she stayed till the end even audience met i think that's good i mean punjab is good but well the only concern i had with all of them before is like their bowling and yes their bowling sucked sandeep sharma everyone went for a printy every each one of them except rahul chahar so i mean they played like little bit world cup for livingston and they made him bowl only one over well you know that doesn't make much of a sense i mean even you're not even batting him in his natural position you can come out can come at one down and you can actually hit Going for, I think even though Punjab won this match, but still their bowling seems to be a bit shady concern. I mean, because see, the rest of the teams obviously have other players waiting, you know, for them to come in and add to the team. Will their form and everything, the dynamics might change and it might go back too. But at this point of time, Punjab's bowling is this. Is this only Rabada is going to be an added addition? But again, I'm thinking like, will they re- who will they replace Rabada with? See, Odian Smith went for a plenty, but still he literally won them the match. So I mean, Odian Smith is the only like to like replacement. He's the one who substituted, not substituted. Who's the one who can actually go out for Rabada? And bringing in Rabada will obviously make you weak. I mean, after Shahrukh Khan, there are no batters. So you know, it's like if they win, I mean, the bowling becomes good again. Their batting will become a bit bleak again. So I mean, this is like a tough choice for. Uh, Punjab's management right now, but still, I mean, Rabada over audience with any day. I mean, doesn't matter. I mean, because see, the primary responsibility is bowling. If you can bat, it's an added bonus. That's it. So it doesn't but matter Nihar, if you can bat, but still can't bowl. Yes, Jian. But Nihar, they see they stay. They just use two overseas players, Punjab like Odin, Odin and uh, Livingston. So they could, you know, uh, replace Raj Baba with Kavisha Rabada and maybe promote. Shahrukh and Odin Smith up the order, you know that will be much better because Rabada and also of course Rabada can bat at the end also. He's a bold, good. Yeah, they also good have good uh, Rajpaksa, right? Three three international players they have. Oh yeah, right, right, right. Rajpaksa. So, but by the way, who, yeah, but who, who according to you are the like four uh, you know foreign playing batsmen? Bats batsmen, I would. Okay, wait. Rajpaksa, Livingston for sure. Odin Smith can play, and uh, I will replace Raj Baba with uh, Kagiso Rabada. Uh, you know what? Actually, I have a point. I think, uh, but uh, see, Raj Paksa will be going for Johnny Bairstow once he comes back, no doubt. So, uh, Livingston will obviously play. Yeah, I mean, you're right, man. I mean, only Odin Smith will carry on, I guess. But uh, again, he's very leaky. I mean, considering the way he's batting, at least I would pick him over Nathan Ellis for sure. Yep, Nathan Ellis is still obviously he's a long way off and he's playing in Australia still, and uh, it will be a long time for him to come. Like they still have, he's still in Pakistan right now, and it's a long time. Like he's still six days away from coming to India, and then again, you know, quarantining for three days. That's around ten days, so he'll miss around three to four games. Long time that left, but still capitalize on, you know, focus on uh, getting pro like using Odin Smith right now very well. With what you have, actually. I mean, exactly. Don't give him at the death. Maybe you use his couple, two or three overs in the middle and try to wind it up. Yeah, I mean, Rabada will be available from the next game as to exactly. what it is because Punjab are directly playing on Friday now, so that's around six day gap mm-hmm. for them. So it's a good. I think it's a good good time for to get your players rested well. Exactly. So I think yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, though RCB lost, I think they have more positives to be you know feeling about. Punjab, it's all about the balance they can find. You know that uh, one player, like extra batter. I mean, you need a batter or a bowler. That's one thing they should be worried about. 
going by the present scenario, I think it's a good specialist bowler would do. Like I think keep Odion Smith along with Rabada for, for time being. If things go wrong, I mean get back uh, Bairstow along with the, the Sri Lankan batsman right who hit 44. I forgot his name, Rajapaksa. Well, that's again yep. and buts. Let's see what will happen, how the thing, team will go forward. But one thing we can know is that Punjab always gets one of the local ball, Indian bowlers good. So I think this year, if they can find someone, I think they can go with the more batting potential up the order. So, Jan, so, yeah, let's go to the other game where the new new two teams log on just with Gujarat oh, Titans bro. and the Lucknow Super Giants. Well, what a game. I simply love this game. I not exactly high scoring thriller, but still like a thriller, but not exactly high scoring. The match had swung on both the sides. And a lot of talking points. Lot of talking points in this. Lot of talking points, despite like Shami masterclass. That's all I will say. Mohammad Shami is absolute class. You can't take out the class out of him, considering the age also. I guess. And like, how old is he? He's 31 years old, but he's still going non stop. You can't just take him out of the squad, man. Can't really rule him out of the squad, be it red ball or white ball. <laughs> He'll throw in everything, whatever he has. When you go to what is your kid taking KL Rahul of the very first delivery? I mean, what can you expect? <laughs> One of the orange cap leading contenders of the season. So, like, since the last two, three years, taking him out of the first ball, like, it's such a, you know, disgrace. For It's a very happy moment for one team. Like, you take the wicket of the very first ball of your debut in an IPL debut. And the same for the opposite team who lost the very first wicket and the very first ball. So that's something, but yeah. So what do you think, Nayar? I mean, the one of the very dangerous opening pairs. I mean, the top three failing miserably. You know, KL Rahul, Peacock, and Evan Lewis. All three are power hitters. Are you know big, big? They could add a lot of runs if they open up, but they all eventually fail. What do you think of that? No, that's actually a very good thing. I mean, see to it. Like uh, their top three failed. I mean, top three only contributed seventeen, but still they managed to give one fifty eight on the board. So well, that is thanks to Ayush Badoni and the young find. Yeah, exactly. The young find is very comfortable once he settled. I mean, once he once he was settled, he was very comfortable. And even Kunal Pandya is doing good. Even Deepak Huda. So I think you know Brilliant I mean, they, they can be very happy yeah. about it because see, definitely KL Rahul and Quinton Deacock won't be literally failing each and every game. We all know that. I mean, Shami's masterclass as you yeah, yeah. simply kept. So obviously KL Rahul and Deacock will be going all. Blazing and obviously Manish Pandey will be coming that one down his preferred and I think it's the best position he can play. And obviously, you have to also consider one more important factor that Jason Holder and Marcus Tony will be coming in like in a couple of weeks. Couple of weeks, right? So yep. even, I think yep. so. Yeah, yeah. Like very strong, very strong. I mean, the bowling with like two bowlers, they'll get maximum. Holder, Holder will be not of eight overs. So Jason Holder will be coming uh, not a couple of weeks. I guess he should be on his way to India already because uh, he's just completed his tour with West Indies versus England. So he'll be on his way, and he should be by with the squad by like I can say four five days. So uh, and, yeah, yeah. Louis will take time. Jason Holder will be coming there, and Manish Pandey the lower middle and lower middle will promoted. be promoted by one position each. Yep, he will be promoted. The for sure. Sure. Yeah, they'll get good batting yeah. depth also. Jamira will be out. But Jamira, fine. He was okay. He was okay apart from the last over he bowled. But he was fine. Exactly. See, because because you see can't... everyone you buy is okay. He's a good player. It's not like you're a bad player in the squad, right? The point is, there are better players yep. than you. You have to simply accept that. Yep. But you know, they could, you know, all this time, as when you don't have your senior players as of now. So, you know, they, you could always try Manan Bora at the top, you know, in place of Evan Lewis and get in. Uh, 
they could use three overseas maybe and try indian players who are actually used to the vankade wicket more so you can even play more from this one and more actually wondering why did they demote uh, i mean not demote exactly but manish pandey to like second down i mean so manish pandey is a natural anchor you know rolling role playing player so he should have been like having that one down position which is a tailor made position but, for him and i think they'll definitely look into it for the next game onwards but, but then, still it didn't then, make then, much of a difference then, because in power play only he came to bat anyway But then, where do you play him? There is Evan Lewis also, who is an actually an opener. You bring him one down. So who do you demote? Do you play? <laughs> do you play? Decock and Lewis at the top. You don't need him. You can just keep him as a backup for Decock. It's simple as that. See, even required KL Rahul can do wicket keeping in case if Decock gets injured. So it's not going to, going to be like to like replacement in case if Decock goes out. You know, with some injury or illness or whatever it might be. So, I mean, just because you have someone who can hit the ball, it doesn't mean you know. Any day, Dikov is better than Lewis. So yeah, keep him as a backup. I mean, he's a backup. That's the reason he bought him anyway. But you know, coming Same back to Gujarat, yeah, Gujarat I mean, Lokesh Rao. Yep. So you know, you know, same with Gujarat. Like on the other hand, Gujarat Titans also, you know, again, Shubman Gill as KL Rahul miserably failed. He went for a Shubman Gill went for a duck. Uh, Vijay Shankar put get caught out cheaply by with the brilliant yorker by Chamira. And Wade contributed a little bit at the top order, scoring a good thirty. But again, coming to the fact, uh, top order phase and Hardik Pandya captain stepped up and scored a vital thirty-three of twenty-eight. And he was he was considering, you know, talking about Hardik Pandya over here. I mean, it was his first game as a captain, and as you know, how Hardik Pandya is very aggressive on on the field. But I really felt the. Like the calmness in him, the decisions he was making. I mean, even if the bowlers were leaking out runs at the end, like he was still calm and he he knew what he had to do. And he was he was pretty cool. I mean, I was really impressed by his captaincy at the first game. You could take out that he's very positive about his team, and he was very calm. Even if his bowlers like they were losing quick wickets in the end, when Biller got out, when you can say. Uh, Shankar got out. So he he was pretty calm. We could see it on his body language. So good, good point over here. And even the Rahul Tewati, I mean, magnificent. I mean, finally he's come back to form after a long time, and took the team over the line. Much needed innings from him. And yep, impressed by him. What do you think, Nayar? I mean, about Hardik Pandya's captaincy? You see, Jian. I mean, see, rather than saying uh, Gujarat won this game, you can actually say that KL Rahul lost it. Not even Lucknow. KL Rahul lost it. He shouldn't have gone for Deepak Hooda's and uh, Bishnoi's uh, spin bowling in 16th and 17th over when you have, you know, your pace bowlers quota still left. Avesh Khan is still to bowl there, so he still has some overs left. And even Chamira was like literally on fire, right, for some time initially. Yes, he was on fire. But still, I mean, yep. I don't know why Rahul went with Hooda uh, there, but that turned out to be the because see, till then Tevatia was struggling a lot. But then, I mean, after that, he literally, you know, literally went after Hooda, and obviously that momentum got swung again. So, well, we will talk about the winners here first, Gujarat here. So, see, the I have only one concern about their opening top three. It's bad, and it's evident from the game. I mean, see, Wade is like fine. Wade tried to. You know, study the tide, but still, that's not going to be the case when you're batting first. You can't really study the tide when there is nothing to, you know, how to chase or something. You have to set a target, so that's not that approach won't be good. And obviously, Shubman Gill always had doubts on him. I don't know why Gujarat went at after him for his third for their third retention. I honestly don't know. 
he was never, he was like see occasionally he was good that's it kkr if you ask me very honestly and i don't know what he did i mean that shot was so bad i don't know why he even went after that shot and even vijay shankar at one down to make things i mean positive note abhinav manohar can actually bat at one down if they choose to replace him but see vijay shankar is an all rounder but still if you're not using him for bowling why are you keeping him at one down and he's not a t20 batsman he is like you know he can play hardly with a strike rate of 100 or something you give him at one down and he's not that comfortable rotating the strike so it doesn't make sense and hardik pandey is giving the responsibility at two down how many games he can do it this game he played sensibly he didn't give his wicket cheaply probably that aggression of his will kick up at some point ability to prove and wanting everything to be good and miller thankfully he played good i mean after so many years i assume in ipl and tevartia bringing across the line maybe couldn't have been the case had avesh khan bowled we never know that again and yeah coming to the bowling of uh, gujarat it's just like two it's like two of the bowlers are very good the other three known they are not so loki ferguson we know he occasionally i mean he is he when he have his good day he is like umesh yadav good else he can go for plenty he can go for 60 runs 50 runs easily and i think the teams found a way around rashid khan i mean even last season we have seen that so simply just not to attack him it's simple they don't sure. this they no one can figure out how he when which is a leg break and which is a googly so simple try to get 24 runs off his bowling done that's a win over rashid khan and mohammad shami comes at death and comes at opening so what about the middle overs so other teams can actually pick varun aron and these guys out and tevati also obviously not a great bowler hardik pandya did bowl but again i'm concerned see the same thing happened like last time he was bowling like there is no tomorrow and obviously he didn't bowl for six months again why is he bowling four overs when he have vijay shankar in the squad and when you so have rahul tevati in the squad Rahul Tevatia can over bowl too. He can. He's a leg spinner. He can bowl very well. Exactly. It is you know, chip in a one or two overs. See, these sixth bowling and seventh bowling options are for there for that. Don't give him at the start or there. That is like ninth, tenth over when the other team is not looking to attack. You know, when the other team is trying to build on momentum, just give them one or two overs. They can go good. For example, take RCB's game. Yep. Shahbaz Ahmed came on, bowled one over, came on a sixth run, eleventh over. He went. He didn't come back. So that's a win for the team, right? You're getting your quota of overs completed by not conceding many. So, I mean, you know, imagine Hardik Pandey getting injured. This team will be a mess, or not able yep. to bowl again. So, it's a bad so. thing. I mean, see, the, still the team is chaos, but still the one. I mean, that's a good. That's the most important thing. There are positive. So who's the vice captain? Proper pressure on them, but still there is ah, a pressure again. Rashid. Same time, it's a new team. Is it? The Rashid Khan is the vice captain also. But yep, okay. And I don't think so much of improvements will be made to this Gujarat squad. So, but. maybe one or two but still uh, it's going to be a tough outing for them if the trend continues i think i mean i expect wade to step up if not wade at least try giving more chances to saha because at opening and eventually he will play good if he is not injured that's one more concern i think yep. that's what they can gujarat versus lucknow yep good good team i mean good way to start i mean it was a very tight you know at the end and gujarat just got over the line i mean lucknow also fought back very well but it went over the line but uh, coming back to the final game of the season opener uh, sunrisers hyderabad taking on the rajasthan royals and as said uh, kane williamson you know without hesitation he decided to bowl first with a good wicket to bat on of course uh, it's a small ground it would have been good to chase but i guess the first 
uh, first time the team who have won the toss out of the five games played one two three four five yep five games played so but uh, coming back to the game i mean the no i guess the extra the no balls costed uh, sunrisers hyderabad early in the power play i mean how often do you get josh potter for a tuck in the first over and you have you turn it turns out to be that you had a no ball and then you know butler getting butler smashes you left and right and he went and smashed 35 runs like he smashed you three fours and three sixes and that that was costing and i guess in the power play the first three overs they had four no balls that was something i mean bhuvneshwar kumar bowling two and umran malik bowling one washington sundar bowling one you know that was something to be looked on i mean four four x four no balls in the first three overs it's not too good i mean but the way but uh, coming to rajasthan over here i mean each and everybody contributed with the bat each and everyone absolutely brilliant batting from them i mean it totally looked uh, they were in shape uh, josh butler you know opening with uh, had a good 50 partnership with jaiswal jaiswal also contributed well with the bat uh, small cameo kind of role for 20 runs and uh, samson absolutely brilliant calm composed what a brilliant 50 he scored a uh, three fours and compiled a five sixes and a strike rate of 203 runs and padikal again uh, there were questions arising as to why is he not opening or like eventually he was demoted to number 4 but he did not you know look nervous at once and he took up the responsibility very well and he played a very very crucial and a vital knock of scoring 41 of just 29 deliveries and hetmeyer was outstanding in the middle order just but what rajasthan needed in the middle order i mean he played a cameo role he just he scored 32 runs of just 13 deliveries a strike rate of 246 and he literally he literally smashed washington sundar and uh, and in around 23 or 24 runs in the in his over so compiled of two fours and three huge sixes and rian parag obviously again you know adding finishing touches to the at the end with couple of boundaries and yep so 210 a very big score my mammoth score but again with the way srh coming to srh is batting I mean, that was something to be looked upon like they needed to have a very brilliant start with the bat and they lost their half the side when kane williams and rosters wicket in the first over itself no, i mean second over itself when prasad krishna took him uh for a brilliant catch at first slip by david particular uh, but again then they, since then they, i guess they, they had absolute no no answers and no clue as to what how prasit krishna and trent bolt were bowling phenomenal they six overs they just conceded 15 runs in the power play with joint lowest score in the history of ipl near what do you think about srh i mean they added finishing touches for sure with makram's 50 and rushing shoulder should does a brilliant cameo But apart from that, miserable, absolute miserable. So, so no, actually, I'm happy with the way this match ended up with SRS because last season, if you observe the last first four games of the season, which they lost last time around, I mean, they were under the impression, and everyone was under the impression that they lacked only one final piece, you know, to get to the winning ways, and that actually screwed them at the end because there were lot many plenty, but some of the better bowling performances and some occasional cameos actually made them think they were better, but they're not. They were not. coming to this they knew where they went wrong and what they went wrong like literally nothing went positive for them till the 415th over while chasing actually nothing went in their way i mean talking about the bowling part i mean as you mentioned the no balls actually hurt them imagine they had gotten uh, butter very initially so and 
I mean, you have to consider one more thing. The last Rajasthan's wicket after um, pre, uh, what's his name, Parag left. I don't think there are any batters, notable batters around. So, had SRH would have gotten one of I mean, that wicket, maybe build up some pressure on. Maybe the situation would have been way different, but still they didn't. And openers went truckers till that time. Jaiswal stayed. But obviously, Sanjay Samson carried on with his uh, flurry of sixes. And obviously, Padikal proved to be very good today and had hit my finishing it off. So, and yeah, so coming to the bowling part of SRH again, Will Bowie was outstanding. He was pretty good. No doubts about that. And surprisingly, I mean, I didn't really expect, you know, this guy, Romario Shepard, to be good. I mean, first three was pretty good. So, again, so Umran Malik, first over he went for 21, and after three overs, he just went for 17 with two wickets. Well, Washington Sundar, absolutely no positives to take from him. Trust me, there are absolutely no positives. But rather, it took him three overs to find that particular Yorker length. He aims to deliver every time, and first three overs, he went for a plenty. <laughs> but that final over, he got it. Well, now SRH bowling template is set for them if they carry forward with this playing 11. I think this playing 11 is better suited for uh, some more like Mumbai's pitchers than Pune's, where the black, black soil is... Uh, more, you know, dominant than this present red soil in which they played at Pune. So, yeah. So, I mean, see, it's very simple for them. Start off with Bhuvaneshwar, make sure Shepard balls three in the power play. Get Umran Malik only after power play because of his explosive pace. Not in power play, edges and all will just go to the force. Well, the spin bowling, I mean, see, I thought Sundar will be dropped, but still he contributed heavily with the bat. So, that's one thing they should look after. I mean, Sundar was gone for plenty. I mean, he was clueless. I mean, see, what can he do being an off-spinner? And the ball is not turning. Sanjay Samson literally clobbered him. There's nothing much he could do there. I mean, that's the pathetic state of the ball at that moment. So, 16th over, he came to bowl and nothing he could do with the ball. I mean, he did bowl proper, but still, Sanjay Samson being good. He literally smashed two sixes off him. That those two deliveries, nothing could be done. Trust me. So, coming to the batting, you know, the ball mood. See, uh, see, the batting is like, how to say it? We definitely, Sanjay Samson wouldn't have given fifth, fifth and sixth over if the target is 160 to Krishna and Bolt. Obviously, he needs them at death. He can't really trust on, you know, the spinners and full call tunnel till the end. But still, he knew the three yard down, the target is 211. Required and it's always already 12. So, after two wickets are down, Sanjay Samson went for the kill. Actually, pretty good move. And obviously, he got the kill. Well, he got the third wicket. Krishna got the third wicket too. Sorry, Bolt got the third wicket, I guess, Puran. But, uh, and again, uh, you have to consider that Abhishek Sharma's wicket is theirs. I mean, it goes to the places according to me. Because Abhishek Sharma struggled throughout the power play and he knew in 7th over when Chahal comes, he had to go after him considering 8th over Ashwin will come. Obviously, it's tough to go after an off-spinner being a left-hander than leg-spinner and he, by, you know, he literally was in the dust after he has spawned high and got caught. So, one concern actually SRH had throughout all these seasons, lack of proper middle order. But again, today, Makram did a 50. But still, man, Makram, I mean, see, next match onwards, I don't think Makram will come this down. And if they really want to tackle the opening bowling of the other teams, they should make sure that a proper technical batsman like Makram is up front. So, and again, Shepard hitting with two sixes. I mean, that's the reason they got him. Just get two, two, two to three sixes, and he's done. And yeah, I mean, I'm surprised with Washington Sundar. I never really thought he can bat. Though they call him all rounder, I never really considered him he can bat. Yeah, so the way he's batting, that's good. It's very simple. Let the ball get old. Every team has done that. Let the ball get old. Go after. So, as today's chase is 160, sorry, 211, obviously the match is out of the, how to say, out of the hands almost before the power play got over. After fourth over, it's almost realistically impossible for SRH to mount a comeback. Leave the number of wickets they have. 
Well, I guess it's pretty good because he will learn when he know where the things went wrong. So you know how to repent them. It's not like only one or two mistakes, the clouded mistakes. So so many things they were evident. Thankfully, they have their full squad except Glenn Phillips, I guess. So that's my take on SRH. Yeah, come talking about Rajasthan. Yeah, I want to talk about one thing. They are pretty good with the bat, but uh, obviously Colton is injured. Thankfully for them, they should get Nisham right. You have Nisham with you, right? Yep. Yeah. See, bowled will be very tremendous with the new ball, no doubt, in this IPL, and the ball moving a lot. And Prasid Krishna, the height he have. These are the pitches. This IPL, the pitches are going to be heaven for him. And you think he will be one amongst the purple cap contenders, or either he'll be taking wickets or being so economical for sure. And a spin bowling deal, as I said, either I mean, see, this game they went good obviously because SRH are already done, so they didn't really want to give a wicket, so they didn't really go after the bowlers. Had it been other squad today with number of good good no good number of wickets, I think they would have gone after Ashwin at least. But point is they so, need a good all rounder definitely because as I mentioned the case before how after Parag there were no batsmen left. Today they didn't need him, but obviously it's not going to be the same for them going forward. They need some depth at the down. I mean Ashwin is an all rounder, but still come on man. Even Bhuvneshwar Kumar is an all rounder, but still we don't see them batting in IPL at all. That's very very rare. Once in ten years I assume. Once I remember Ashwin hitting 45 and like 14 balls. I don't know how. For Punjab, I guess. Well, apart yep. from that, I think Rajasthan got the step, you know, foot proper, I guess. But I think, see, the first four, the Samson and particular the position, it depends on who gets out, the Butter or Jaiswal. They want to maintain the tight and left combination, which is a smart move. And a, should, it is a smart move. It should be like that, tight and left. Because you have any additions for this squad, any foreign imports who are coming in for Rajasthan? Dale Mitchell, Rasi Van Der uh, I think he'll be a reserve for uh, Butler, right? For Edmar. Butler and uh, Edmar, yep. I mean, right now, the, as a, as a, as things look, I mean, they're just backups for Kultranil uh, and this one also, Jimmy Nisham. But yeah, they're having so, good backups. Exactly. They just could rotate Nisham on board for Kultranil, uh, man. You can have the batting depth and bowling also. I mean, see, Nisham is not going to be the strike bowler. He's not even going to be the second bowler. He's going to be the third bowler, right, for them. So, let's, yep, let's pressure on him too. To deliver. Yep. Well, so you know, so even I... they could add Karun Nag, Karun Nair in between, in place of maybe Rian, or to add a little bit uh, more no, experience see, in the back. You see, today actually Parag's presence helped right to complete the twentieth over. Yep, he played very well. That's what I'm telling you. You need a seven bowling option in the squad. Yep. So guys, this is our take on the first leg of matches each team played, you know, with some uh, one-sided matches like uh, the final game like Rajasthan with the SRH and one very close ones where the new teams contested and uh, where the, actually the, in the teams which lost actually took more positives in the starting games. So to top off, the top three run scorers after the game one are Duplessis with 88 of RCB and Ishan Kishan with 81 of Mumbai Indians and Makram with 57 of SRH. And going to the bowling, uh, who is actually having a better bowling till now? Wow. Kuldeep Yadav. Yuzvendra Chahal. Yuzvendra Chahal also. Kulcha is back. Well, man, I mean, see, so many bowlers that, I mean, I'm, well, literally, there are so many bowlers on. So, I'll tell you, Nihar, I'll tell you, Nihar, Nihar, I'll tell you something. So, the fun fact is, Yuzvendra Chahal finished with 3 for 22. Kuldeep Yadav finished with 3 for 22. How was that for that match step? Wow, that's nice. Even DJ Bravo is a three, Shami is a three, Basil Thampi. Wow. Yep, Basil right, Thampi. So... Who would consider seeing Basil Thampi at three when Bumrah is done right now? 
well uh, so that's how things look well still i mean see this this is a not the phase of the competition where you actually judge the whole squad except for the srh and rr because pretty much they have their entire squads in the other eight teams sure. uh it is not the phase you should because a lot of players are yet to come the team dynamics will change and the pitches will change because you have seen how the ball is moving a lot with the new ball but once the ball becomes old it's it was like a batting paradise i mean imagine srh backs middle loader loader lower order batsmen scoring a lot so the ball yep. is that tough for bowlers once it becomes old so i think whichever team is having the proper strike partnership with the ball up front will is going to be menens so yep, guys that's sure. a take uh, so we'll be back with another episode when the five second round games get over by next week so thank you guys and stay tuned for more content Thank you.